Hey guys, and welcome back to the Peach Hour with Bella and Paris. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about being in the building phase, being comfortable in your own skin, and we're also going to be talking about our own experiences. So I feel like let's get straight into it, Bella. Welcome. Hello. <laughs> Why am I saying welcome? It's our podcast. I know. I just haven't spoken yet. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to actually understand, you know, what is a building phase definitely, and what is involved in the building phase. Because also when I talk to people and especially clients yeah. and just... Like even talking to mom and my yeah. dad and everything. And when I'm speaking about being in a building yeah. phase, mm. they don't understand it. No. And I think, you know, the older generation, everything, it's just a lack of knowledge. Well, I used to think, <laughs> this is what I used to think actually. So it was shoveling as much food in your mouth as possible. <laughs> going to Macca's, going to KFC, oh. getting those calories as high as possible and hoping to gain a little bit of fat. <laughs> but I mean, it's normal to think that when you like literally don't know um so basically being in a building phase is you know being at least in a calorie surplus Surplus, i believe of clean food yes um i totally agree with that yeah so i mean work closely with your coach if you do have a coach and obviously take his advice and what he suggests and gives to you but i believe that being in a building phase it's being above maintenance in a surplus eating clean food to basically fit fuel your body yeah and repair definitely repair recovery yeah it's really important so not being in a calorie deficit yeah yeah 100% so you want to be in a calorie surplus this will ensure that your body is literally repairing rebooting muscle when you break them down during your training like I said work close like closely with your coach and obviously listen to what he has to say but yeah i've definitely made that mistake when you're talking about doing a clean build Mm. i tried to do a bit of a dirty bulk (laughs) and i had quite a lot of processed food yeah and it just did not agree with me and i did feel quite crappy and i didn't really even focus on the macros and i think that's actually so important making sure like your protein your Mm -hmm. carbs your fats Mm -hmm. making sure you're hitting especially yeah your protein and your carbs definitely so from my experience and obviously believe that you know everyone has their own intake they need for their protein Mm -hmm. and that's based off their weight and everything like that but you basically adjust your carbohydrates in terms of building so Mm -hmm. you know maybe your carbs are a little bit higher and um, everyone's completely different yeah so please don't take this literally no, no. we're just talking from experience and you know basically what like bella's carbs plus. might be 300 yeah. or at the moment they're definitely not 300 <laughs> and my carbs might be like 200 it just yeah. depends on your body definitely how much energy you exert yeah um, your height, your weight, yeah. um, your metabolism. It Definitely. depends on so many different things. So many factors. And I think yeah. it's important to actually highlight that everyone starts somewhere. So, for example, I started with my coach. I started at maintenance. Each week, we increase my calories by 100 to 200 to yeah. slowly build up into a surplus. You know, you need to make sure your metabolism catches up with you. You, you can't just be on, like, 2,300, for example, as a maintenance and then jump up to 3,000 calories because your body is going to freak out. You're going to hold water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, fluid retention is a thing by doing that. So, um, yeah, work closely with your coach and obviously listen to him or her. Yeah, for sure. Well, when I finished my comp um, last year, obviously I was on very low calories. Mm. I was in a calorie deficit for 
quite a long time. Yeah. And then I worked with my coach, my current coach now, really closely to, yeah, restore back my metabolism. Yes. Yeah. So we did not jump from 1,500 to like <laughs> 2,000 or 3,000. It is a slow process. I think I don't like to talk numbers also to people because I don't don't want people to take that literally. No. Everyone, like we said, is so different. So different. For example, someone who, you know, works in an office or has a lifestyle where they, you know, sit down a lot or someone who, for example, is a nurse and very active is 15,000 steps. Everyone is so different. So... No, that's a really important one, Bella, especially even with social media, how people Mm. do like what I eat in a day and they've got, I'm really a bit conscious about that because I I don't want people to take that literally and be like, oh, I'm going to follow that and I'm going to get that body because you won't. I could follow the exact same plan as Mm -hmm. Bella and- It'd be completely completely different different outcomes, (laughs) completely different. We've got completely different- lifestyles yeah. and a completely different body yeah. and I'm very tall she's yeah. a bit of a shorty so <laughs> yeah it's really important yeah not to go on the internet and mm-hmm. try and follow someone else's plan because yeah. everyone is so different everyone yeah is so different I think that's why I don't mind giving you know recipes or ideas of what to cook and everything yeah. I don't mind doing that but like I said talking about numbers to someone um, unless I'm coaching you or something like that and I know you and, you know, we're working with numbers because we're working one-on-one, if it's not that situation, I don't want to talk numbers with you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically to wrap that up, to be yeah. in a calorie surplus yeah. is important to be in a building phase. So I think we should jump into what is our experience with our building phase or where are we at right now with our training? Yeah, so with my experience, this is actually a really exciting new journey for me because this Mm -hmm. is my first building phase. That is so Ever, (laughs) yeah. So my last comp, obviously, I was in a calorie deficit for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I was comp lean for a very long time and I kind of got really used to looking like that. Yeah. So it did take a lot of adjustment for me. Did you feel a certain way, though, being comp lean all the time? Like, were you tired all the time? I definitely did get a bit hangry. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, being very low body fat percentage for a long time, do you adjust to that? or I don't even know where I got my energy. I'm mm. just someone who got endless energy. Yeah, you really but do. <laughs> no, being – it's completely – different Mm -hmm. journeys that's for sure and I've really discovered that yeah but I really realized that building it naturally takes a lot of time and it's definitely Mm -hmm. a whole lot of consistency with your training your nutrition and recovery yeah and I've looked at it now it's a journey and it's a process Mm -hmm. definitely so it's not a sprint it's a journey and Yeah. yeah probably the biggest thing with the building phase is the mental side for me 100%. 100%. Because I love food. I love food. Mm-hmm. I can eat food. Um, the calories, don't you worry. I'll hit those calories. Yeah. I'll hit those macros. Yeah. But the mental side of it, especially being like comp lean yeah. and then going from being because obviously, being in yeah. a calorie surplus, yeah. you're going to put on a little bit more extra body fat. Which is healthy. And fat. it's healthy. It's healthy yeah. fat. And you know, your abs, mm-hmm. you know, you got to sacrifice the abs. Like, the, it's just a normal... booty. For the booty, but it's a normal thing. Yes. But I think coming off being very complain, mm-hmm. it was definitely a mental challenge, especially getting comments from some people being like, oh, well, like, you're looking really different. Like, oh, oh you put on a bit of, bit of weight here and there. That triggers a lot of things for people. I yeah. think if you see someone, obviously, you can tell when someone's going through different phases in the gym. 
don't say comments where, you know, they're going to go home and be like, oh, is this the right thing to do? Or like question themselves. Yeah. I think you should say other, you know, like you're glowing or you're looking so healthy or you look really good or yeah. like, you know, look at that booty or, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. No, Different I comments. definitely got quite a few comments about my body. Really? But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people just don't realise with what they say. You're just like, mm. oh, wow, okay. That and comment it, came out of nowhere. And it's like, how do you respond to that? Yeah. It's like, but it's not out of bad intention. No. That's what you got to realise. But... You know, you're in a headspace of trying to be comfortable yeah. with growing. You don't really yeah. want comments thrown no, at you. No, So definitely I reckon be careful with what you say to yeah. people. Um, talking about someone's body can definitely trigger mm. trigger a lot of things and Especially emotions. Especially coming from a comp situation, yeah. I believe. Not that yeah. there's kind of Because in my but... mind, I was like, oh, everyone's seen me comp lean for so long. Like, mm. oh, what are they going to say? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I've got this expectation on yeah. myself now to look this and good. And it's the pressure. And yeah. The pressure, yeah. Yeah. But I changed my inner dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what, Paris, you've got to sacrifice the abs for the long-term gains. To beat your last package, you need to grow. And exactly. Yeah. And I feel like... I started learning to be uncomfortable. Mm, So you can't grow being comfortable. And I started learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes. Definitely, yeah. I started trying to embrace that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? You have to honestly just embrace it. And you're going to feel uncomfortable. You are. But, you know, 80% of the time, it's honestly in your head. You know, Mm. I've, I'm probably will dive in this in like another podcast, but coming from a place where... Back in the day, I was, like, almost scared to eat. And, um, you know, that's why I started with a coach. And um, I was in my head most of the time. I was actually eating at surplus. And I thought, every time I need a meal, I need to at least go walk it off. Or, like, it came from a toxic toxic relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I would think that I'm holding fluid and all this stuff. And it was so unhealthy. And, you know, looking back, it's learning to love the journey and being uncomfortable yeah and you're your own worst critic and you have to yeah you have to just love every stage of your body and no one it's you like no one actually cares and it's definitely easier said than done yeah saying yeah i'm gonna love myself every stage of my body you can say it but you you need to believe it but to truly believe it Mm -hmm. it's definitely a journey and it's it's hard it is it's a hard thing it is um, but just train like a beast. Like, if yeah. you're not. <laughs> I actually started to not have these aesthetic body goals. Yes. I wasn't being like, I want to be the skinniest version of myself. Mm. I wasn't striving to be skinny. I wasn't doing any of that. No. I wasn't trying to be, you know. I think you need to. That model yeah. looking. Yeah. You train for yourself to be healthy and fit. You don't yeah. train for a certain image. Yeah, I train to be now, I want to be strong. Yes. So I change those aesthetic goals to being to have strength goals in yes. the gym. Yeah. And that really helped me because I started really falling in love yeah. with training. And being and your getting, last, like, I don't yeah. lift or something. Yeah, and yeah. just going, like, absolutely, using those extra calories to go mm-hmm. beast mode in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's our next, like, topic, you know, eating to train. You know, I love, I love, love, love now the whole surplus building off season phase. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love training hard. Because that's really interesting because <laughs> you're in a calorie deficit now, aren't you? I yeah, it has been I feel like it's harder for me to be in a deficit 
because I love lifting heavy and I still do, but it's just kind of maintaining your strength, like strength as you're deeper in a deficit. Yeah. And that's yeah. a real hard thing. Yeah. That's it's more so really mentally challenging. <laughs> it's more just becoming a little bit spacey. I don't spacey. know. <laughs> yeah so right now i'm doing like a mini cut at the moment i've been in a in a building phase for over a year so definitely know what it feels like to be in a surplus all the time and Mm. i love it and which takes a long time to get to that point especially mentally but i realized because in our gym anxiety video we talked about wearing things that you're comfortable in yeah and i was definitely wearing things that i was not comfortable in so yep. that kind of made it so much worse yeah i yep. was trying to yep. fit my body into clothes where i was wearing when i was like complaining no and i was like <laughs> what am i doing see i have this conversation all the time like i my wardrobe right would be like you know pig surplus into like a little bit of a mini cup yeah. like i'm never the same size ever yeah. so <laughs> so then you know what i brought myself some really nice pump covers yeah. I was yeah. like, you know what? That was my last journey. This is a new journey. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try and make my body fit into those clothes. Because that becomes disheartening. Yeah, And it's no. not even bad, but it's just trying. I don't know. That becomes a little bit, like, almost toxic. <laughs> yeah, it was very toxic. Because yeah. I was just like, why isn't this fitting? But yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to mm-hmm. grow my dream body. Yeah. So I yeah. need to just and you're get out amazing. of that mental headspace. Yeah. And that really helped me actually wearing clothes that I'm actually comfortable in. Definitely. Because <laughs> even just like, you know, if you are in peak surplus, like wearing some loose, like obviously I wear like leggings and stuff in the gym, but kind of looser like tops mm. and like you said, pump covers. I find that helps too, but flaunt anything. Like oh, if anything. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Like actually now I'm wearing little crop tops. <laughs> oh my gosh. I guess my boobs have grown. They have. <laughs> my boobs they are actually like have. water balloons right now. <laughs> I don't know if like all oh, the foods go into the boobs and the booty, but like, yeah. <laughs> but I don't care. I'm like, you know what? I feel fine in crop tops. Yeah. Like, just yeah. wear what you're comfortable with. Literally. No, I actually started using most of my calories and my carbs and everything for yeah. like my pre-workout and post-workout. Mm. Yeah, I, I felt so much better. Definitely that comes into timing of your meals. So yeah, definitely now me being in a calorie deficit, I time all my carbs around training because that's where I utilize my energy. During the rest of the day, I won't, I mean, I wake up and have oats and everything, but mm. I definitely work with my coach to time my carbs around training and yeah. utilize, you know, you have a different relationship with food in a calorie deficit because you learn that all your food is so important for energy and it, your mentality switches. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, girl, I couldn't agree with that more actually because now when I first started my building phase, I was just eating for the sake of eating. Exactly. I was just trying to shove as much food as possible. I wasn't present. I wasn't in the moment. Yeah. And now I'm really trying to build a healthy relationship with food. Yeah. And now that I have all these extra calories, I'm yeah. using that to be present in the mm-hmm. moment, be with friends, enjoy yeah. food. Food is a privilege. It food is a celebration. Celebration. I cannot like yeah. express that enough. When you are obviously in a deficit, yeah. you take the time, be present. I literally don't even go on my phone. I sit in the morning and I literally just eat like oats and just sit there. I actually need to tell you a story and people oh. might think it's gross, but don't worry, I wash my hands, guys. Use um, your fingers. I use my fingers. <gasps> I feel more connected to the food. <laughs> I sat there with my rice. And I was using my fingers and I was taking in 
every moment, every oh grain. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that might be taken to a whole nother level, but I, I felt mean, really connected to the food. Yeah. It's all about, though, like like you said, being connected but being present. And, you know, when I was in a surplus, I would just eat my food, be done, whatever, go about yeah. my day. But now I'm literally like, okay. Like, food if I is eat, fuel. Yeah. Food is, is seriously fuel. fuel. And I especially think building a healthy relationship with food, yeah. you need to look at it as food is fuel. Yeah. And it's a celebration. And yeah. be present. Mm-hmm. Really be in the moment because... I definitely know when well, I was the journey of my building phase. I wasn't present. I wasn't no. in the moment. And now having a different outcome and outlook of it, yeah. it's a whole different experience for me. Definitely. And I'm actually really enjoying I was going to say, you learn to love it. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah. I'm like, I've now got lots of calories to play around yeah. with. But yeah. I can still, you know, go out, be with some friends, yeah. enjoy do some cooking and train freaking hard as well and use that food for fuel as fuel. I think one tip I can really give if you are in an off season and you can and your coach approves it, whatever, definitely go out with your friends or an offline meal once a week because I lived a life of so structured to my meal plan for months, months and months. And I would say no to opportunities to go out for brunch, still healthy food, literally not even, it's so clean. And life is so short and you want to enjoy moments. And especially, so I'm not just saying prep. We do talk about prep a lot, but obviously if you do have a major body composition goal, you do need to make some sacrifices. Definitely. And it can be hard because you're sacrificing some memories as well. So when you are in this. all a part of it. Yeah, Yeah. and it is a part of it. So not just comp prep, a big body composition goal, it does involve sacrifice. 100%. And when you are in an off-season you've got a little bit more leeway of flexibility and use that flexibility. Make the most of it. You make the most of it, yeah. Yeah. So instead of, because I know I talk to a lot of clients of mine and, of course, they want to build glutes. (laughs) It's a new thing, like the BBL. It's so so crazy because I remember when I was like 10 or 12, I was a little young pup. (laughs) Um, A big booty was not a thing at all. Yeah. At all. We used to yeah. always say, does my ass look fat in this? Like, I feel as like, a negative yeah. thing. But yeah. now, like, does my ass look <laughs> fat in this? Like, better be yes. Fat ass, and I love it. Like, <laughs> like, it's a whole it's a whole new thing now. So, I get a lot of clients yeah. asking, Paris, I want to build glutes. I'm like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. We're going to be eating a lot of extra food. Yeah. We need to be in a calorie surplus. Yes. And that's when people start getting scared about that. Mm. They get scared yeah. about, obviously, they might be a bit uncomfortable, yeah. they eating more food, yeah. and it can be a scary thing. In saying that, I mean, there's no excuse. And if your family and friends are aware of, you know, everything you're going through, and if you are prepping mini cart and your coach or your plan doesn't allow you to eat off plan or to go out, take your meal prep. There is no excuse to literally miss out on anything social if you're People around you understand. Some places do allow it. Yeah. There are some restaurants that don't. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of places do allow it. Yeah. Yeah. Even just, like, your family dinner, you know, take your own food if you can't, you know, sacrifice that off-plan meal for the week. But, I mean, no excuses for anything, really. You can make anything happen if you put your mind to it. So, And if you're truly serious about building, it's necessary to push past that feeling of being comfortable 100 percent. yeah 
definitely. It is. But you learn to just experience it and you learn to embrace yeah, it. embrace it. Like I said at the beginning. You're creating shape. That is like yeah. one thing I love. You kind of see the changes and that's what motivates you to keep going. Seeing changes and it's like your body's changing and then your mentality changes mm-hmm. and you become this whole different person and you're just addicted to the lifestyle and yeah. next minute you're competing. <laughs> <laughs> So that brings us on to our next topic of changing your mentality. Definitely, Bella. Yes. So my advice for girls wanting to build muscle and create shape is change your inner dialogue. Definitely. 100%. Reframe your thinking from short-term sacrifice of abs for long-term gains. Yeah. So what you're doing right now is you're doing the groundwork right now. You're eating. You're fueling Mm. your body. You're hitting those PBs. You're pushing your body, your mind. Yeah. That is when the magic really happens. And then when you start, you know, going through the cutting phase... Mm -hmm. It's a bit like revealing a present. Yeah, I was going to say you're unfolding. (laughs) You're unfolding. And you're revealing the hard work that you've been putting in time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why sometimes, like, you know, talking from experience, being mean and being, like, being in a surplus for so long, it is hard to see. Like, you can see shape change, but it's hard to see definition and that muscle. And so me right now cutting back, I can kind of see what I've been doing for the last year where I need to grow and you can see the groundwork that you have put in. It's pretty much mentally entering a new phase. 100%. And stop chasing thin. Yes. Thin, thin. Yes. We want to chase, you know, being strong, hitting those PBs. And healthy. And when you're having those negative thoughts, which we all do, I'm sure Bella has had negative thoughts. I've had moments where I've been like, oh, my gosh. I miss my abs. Yeah. I miss my lean and face. You're honestly, yeah, for me, I look, like, face. I, look like, I look like a bowling ball right now. <laughs> I keep bowling ball. I keep bowling ball. <laughs> no. You know, you know, I'm a bit of a spotlight. But, but. <laughs> no, we are the potato. We, we're the potato. No <laughs> but when I do have those thoughts that enter, enter my brain, yeah. I change it. And like I yeah. said, I change that inner dialogue yes. and I'd be like, you know what? I'm hitting PBs. Yes. I feel bloody strong. You're energized. I'm eating healthy. Yeah. I'm energized. And you are healthy. Yeah. You need to just embrace it all. And as soon as that negative thought comes into your mind, be like, no, nah. you know, literally shut it out. And just, you know, it's easier said than done. I know that. But be kind and positive to yourself. You need to honestly just be kind. It is very important. Because we definitely have those days. But remember, you're doing this for your future self. And, you know, when you are going through that growing phase and you do strip back, you will obviously beat your last package if, you know, if you have competed or before. But And with growth, like, that can be very scary. Mm-hmm. Very scary. Yes. But what is more scarier? Staying the same. Yeah. Imagine that, going to the gym every single day, mm. not seeing any change. Yeah, that's a know? good point. Yeah. 100%. That's more scarier to me. Yeah. Then, okay, sacrificing a bit of abs. Okay, cool. It's in hibernation at the moment. But then look at your shoulders in like six months' time. Yeah, it's You're in like, hibernation. <laughs> I'm training. I'm eating. Yeah. I'm lifting heavy. I'm out of the calorie deficit. I've yes. ditched the cardio machines. Yeah. And I'm building my dream body. Yes. Paris and I, our inbox is always open if anyone ever needs to talk to us or wants more advice or bit of guidance or um, reassurance, you know, if they are going down the right path or, you know, you might be struggling mentally. We're always here to help you and, yeah, our inboxes are always open. Because it's definitely a very hard stage. Definitely. 
I definitely had moments where I, I was wanted to be like, no, nah, I'm cutting. Yeah. <laughs> I was, no. I just so many times I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm done. Like, yeah. I just want to cut. Like, yeah. But I started to really love it. And yeah. I still love it. And I am going to be in a building phase for another like six months. And you're going to look killer. And you really do. it's really exciting. And yeah. I stopped focusing on the weight on the scales. Yeah. I used to weigh myself every day. No. And that, no, no. <laughs> Instead of focusing on the weight and the scales, I was focusing how heavy I was lifting. Yeah. Yeah. Focus, then, you know, don't focus on the number of the scales. No. Focus on the numbers you're lifting. Wrong. We are strong. And, like, losing weight is not your life purpose. No. It's not. 100%. Doesn't define you I think, you as know, a person. Back in the day, it's always kind of losing weight and you are fixated on that, but change your perspective on, you know, everything you do. So, and being patient. Yeah. Oh, that is a huge one. It's not yeah. going to happen overnight. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen in a couple of weeks. It's consistency and consistency and time. And patience. I think that, that shit doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> Those girls if that you see does, on Instagram and they've got the big glutes, they've got the big shoulders. It doesn't They've gone through overnight. this phase. Yeah. And they've gone through it time and time again and it did not happen overnight for them. No. It literally comes down to consistency, patience, hard work and sacrifices. So You're doing the groundwork right now, guys. Yes, You're doing it and it's hard and it's not an easy thing. Yeah. But the biggest thing and the most important thing, no one cares if you aren't shredded year round. Yes. Honestly, that was something that I had to get out of my head. Mm-hmm. No one cares. No. Who cares what body fat percentage you are? No one cares except you. Yes. Yeah, for example, I had this thought the other day, and I was actually talking to one of my good friends, and she was telling me, you know what, Paris? If you're on your deathbed or you're like 80 years old or something, no one's going to be like, okay, I remembered Paris because of her shredded abs. Exactly. Or, yeah, I remember Bella because she had really defined shoulders. Mm, Hell no. no. One. no. They're going to be like, I remember Bella because she's sunshine and roses. <laughs> and she's got a beautiful heart. <laughs> so your body does not define you. No, not at all. That's a really good point. Remember one day at a time and then repeat. Little by little mm-hmm. becomes a lot. 100%. Like we said, that compound effect, that little bit you do every day adds up over time. Okay. Lift heavy. Eat your carbs. Fuel your body. <laughs> Eat those carbs. Be kind to yourself. And like we said, our inboxes are always open. If you ever want to chat about anything, you need help, direction, anything like that. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> and remember, stay, stay peachy. peachy.